Welcome to the Superintend Podcast. I'm Idaho Superintendent of Public Instruction, Debbie Critchfield. Our new podcast is a way for me and the Idaho Department of Education to highlight important issues in education, success stories in our state, and talk about the work we do at the department. Each episode is about 10 minutes long, thus the name, The Super in 10. On this episode, we're going to discuss something that threatens the safety of our students in Idaho. Fentanyl is a potentially fatal drug that has already affected thousands of people in our state. Sadly, it has already taken the lives of some of our young people, and those who best understand the threat fear it will only get worse. To discuss fentanyl in Idaho, I am joined by the director of the Idaho State Police, Colonel Kedrick Wills. Colonel Wills, thank you for being here. Well, thank you for the invitation. This is a great opportunity to get this important message out to all of Idaho. A few weeks ago, I sat down with you and some others that you work with on this issue, and I thought that I knew enough, but boy, when I walked out of there, you know, we use the the term scared straight, I was concerned. And, and, And I'd love to talk a little bit about some of the things that you presented to me. First of all, we hear about this nationally, but when it hits home, it means something different. Tell me about what this looks like in Idaho. Yeah, so there are um, a lot of people don't even know what fentanyl is. So if I could explain, please. Um, there are two types of fentanyl. So there's pharmaceutical fentanyl, and that is a fentanyl uh, painkiller drug or a pain reliever that's prescribed by your doctor. And that is, uh, we're not saying that that is what's so dangerous. It's prescribed by a by a medical professional, and it's really to treat pain. Gotcha, in a controlled way, supposedly. Yes, just like just like any other any other pharmaceutical, right? Your doctor tells you the the dosage to take, and as long as you do what the doctor prescribes, and you're going to be okay. And it has a legal uh, need to prescribe, uh, usually post surgery, pain post surgery, or advanced stage cancers. But the fentanyl we're talking about is illicit fentanyl, which is illegal fentanyl. And that's where people are making fentanyl, producing fentanyl, and introducing it to our into our streets and into our schools and with our children. And that's where it is so deadly. And it's deadly because we don't know how much fentanyl is in each pill. Um, it's not like a pharmaceutical grade where you have the exact same. Right. Here's everything. the milligram and here's the other ingredients, if you want to call it that. That's correct. Yeah, with illegal fentanyl, we don't know. In fact... Um, the, our latest stats are telling us that about four out of every seven doses are lethal. Oh, my goodness. So this is going to be like a weird way to say this, maybe. But back in the day, you know, there there would be young people that would experiment with drugs. Now, certainly we don't promote that at all in, in, in any way. But it's different now. Experimentation takes on an even higher risk because of, of what I have learned from you. That's correct. Uh, because one dose can kill. And that's, uh, that's why it is so lethal. It's unlike any drug we've faced in Idaho that I'm aware of. And I've been in law enforcement in our state for nearly three decades, and I've never seen anything even close to this. And that's why it is the number one overdose right now is the number one killer of our children in the United States. It surpassed car, ac- car crashes. It surpassed everything else as a number one killer because it's so lethal. I was in Salmon uh, recently and visiting with the superintendent, just kind of going through some challenges. And he named fentanyl as one of the biggest challenges that they have in their area. And his comment to me was, people don't know that it's in rural Idaho. It's in Salmon, Idaho. Apparently, there was some sort of a big fentanyl bus there recently. And anyway, he shared a a, a little bit about that. But we're to a place where if it's not right out in front of you, it's there. And so this awareness piece becomes such an important part 
of everything that we talk about when it comes to substance and job, uh, drug abuse. That is correct, and and that's absolutely right. And they're, the people that are marketing this understand that it's important to market it to something that's acceptable in our society. And let's face it, pills are succept- acceptable in our society. We take pills for headaches. We take pills for all kinds of things. And so to introduce one different pill, most I think most of our students probably don't experiment with drugs necessarily knowingly, but they would take a pill from a friend for right. a headache or for right. something else. And that's where this is so deadly because they make it look like a legitimate pill from the pharmacy, but it is anything but. And so by the time that they realize that this is deadly for too many of our students, it's too late. So what are some of the statistics that you have on, on usage? Clearly, we know, you know young people, but when you look statewide, uh, what, what are you finding? So we have um, – it, it's important also to understand how, how powerful fentanyl is because I think that uh, people think, well, just one pill and, and like this. But fentanyl is so potent. It is 50 times stronger than heroin and 100 times stronger than morphine. That's, that's why just one pill is so – is deadly. so deadly for us. And over 150 people in our in the United States are dying every day from overdoses. Every day, over 150 people. This now, is what the news is missing. <laughs> this, is, this layer of like, well, we know fentanyl's bad, but when you put it in these terms, it's this, it, 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 like for me, you know, walking out of that meeting I referenced, I mean, it was this, we have got to share this with our families. We've got to talk to our schools. Yes, that's exactly right. And and one of our components we have with the Idaho State Police is the education component. And that's why I'm so thankful to talk to you and, and why um, I appreciate the invitation a few weeks ago to be at your office to talk about this issue because education, We it was said at uh, the governor and I um, and some others went around the state with and had some meetings about fentanyl here not long ago. And it was really, really interesting. One of the comments that were, was made, I think, in Coeur d'Alene, First, they said, we cannot arrest our way out of this situation, Hmm. and it's true. Enforcement is a component of it, and we're working big fentanyl cases. We've seized literally tens of thousands of these pills in Idaho over the last several months. It's that big of a problem. But enforcement is just one component. Education is a huge piece of this. And that's kind of the the after the fact. I mean, we're trying to get to that awareness, prevention piece. So describe a little bit about what you know is how it's getting into the state we hear a lot about things in the southern part of our country and this is a border issue we're not near you know the mexican border at all but there's a presence here there is and there is probably fentanyl being produced somewhere other than um, south of the border in the united states but almost all of the fentanyl we're getting is coming up from mexico you know, this last summer, we sent two of our groups of troopers, Idaho troopers, down to the border to help Texas um, Department of Public Safety with their border initiatives. And I went down. I was down at the border, and I could not believe what I was seeing and what our troopers were encountering down there as they were working that with uh, troopers from Texas, uh, Nebraska, Iowa, Florida, troopers from all over that were down there trying to help because this is affecting every single state. You can't say that this is just a southern problem because it's coming across there. It is coming to everywhere. And and those those cases that are coming across, it's just amazing that the hundreds of thousands of pills a day that are coming across there. They're making them look like pills, but they're not really legitimate pills. They are an illegal drug pressed into look like a, a, a real pill. Interesting. So you've shared a little bit of the work that you did at the border, but share with us some of the partners that you have here in the state. Clearly, this is uh, all hands on deck. It is. It is. Um, one of 
the biggest partners, I think, that if we're going to really affect change has got to be in our schools. And it's got to be the leadership in the schools. And by leadership, I don't just mean administrators and, and teachers. I'm talking about the student leadership. I think um, if we can get marriage youth advisory committees in, in our communities, if we can get student body presidencies and student student council leadership, if we can get these these students to understand that and take a leader, because the other kids already look to these guys as leaders, and they're holding leadership positions in their school, I think if that's that to me seems like the most grassroots movement. But to begin with, we've got to be able to do things like we're doing today to get this message out and educate everybody to understand parents, students, teachers, administrators, every Idahoan is at risk here, unlike other drugs that we've seen before, where if you didn't smoke marijuana, you weren't at risk, right? Right. But today, every Idahoan is at risk because of this problem. What's the message that we need to be sharing, whether it is a young person, a student body officer, or a school official, what is that 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 we need to share with each other? Yeah. Um, so I think the the message is one pill can kill, just one pill. And if you are if you are taking a pill and it is not coming directly out of the package um, that it came in, do not take that pill, no matter what, no matter who tells you, because they may not know. Right. Right. Uh, as we think of partnering, we as in the education uh, arm, I guess, of the state, you know, looking at law enforcement, looking at our drug enforcement, our, our federal friends in this, uh, we all have a part to play. And our, you know, this podcast is about 10 minutes and getting the information. This is such a, an important topic that we want to get a little more in depth with it. And so we're going to have a part two. And as we look at part two, I, I want you to share with us how, how you think uh, strategies in our communities, particularly with families, how does this awareness piece work with moms and dads, grownups, teachers, et cetera. This is different than Red Ribbon Week that we had where we'd say, hey, say no to drugs. You're telling me that there's another level of scrutiny and another level of attention um, that we all need to have. And so uh, will you stick around with us? I'd be glad to. Wonderful. Our guest on this episode of the Superintend Podcast has been Colonel Kedrick Wills, Director of the Idaho State Police. We'll continue this important conversation about fentanyl and its risk to Idaho's young people in our next episode. The Superintend Podcast is produced by the Idaho Department of Education. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and it can also be streamed on YouTube and the department's website, sde.idaho.gov. I'm Superintendent Debbie Critchfield. Thanks for listening.